Hello, welcome to Season 6 of the Keeping Things Alive podcast. My name is Laura Evans, and I am a writer, deep listener, and disillusioned environmental lawyer living in western New York. Season 6 of the Keeping Things Alive podcast is here to explore the opportunities and challenges for human beings as we all live together on this beautiful, harsh, and interconnected planet Earth. This season, we are going to pay special attention to the healing properties of plants, the legalization of cannabis in New York State, tarot, and what is going on with the police in Erie County. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Keeping Things Alive podcast. Today is October 10th, 2021, and I'm sharing an interview that I actually recorded on July 22nd, 2021. So that was over two months ago, and I guess, yeah, (laughs) the level of me publishing episodes is reflective of my life at the moment. I've, yeah, I've been really busy. I went to full-time work again, and so adjusting to a new new full-time job and a lot of other things happening um, in Buffalo, it's just, uh, it's been a lot, and I have multiple interviews that I need to publish and share with you all, and this one is the one that has been waiting the longest, so... This episode is my conversation with Chandra H. And this, yeah, I already said, yeah, it was uh, July 22nd, 2021. I had met her earlier this summer at a Wakanda Alliance program, spoke with her about her blog, Sneak Vibing, and we were able to connect and have a conversation just about what she's been up to and then the work that I've been doing with Keeping Things Alive and Yeah, she agreed to be uh, on an episode, and I'm really grateful uh, for our conversation. I just re-listened to it, and it brought back uh, some good memories from a couple months ago. Um, Yeah, just time flies, and here we are in the middle of the fall, and there's um, elections are happening again in the U.S. next month in the city of Buffalo, Erie County. I really do want to do a ballot review, um, ASAP, get that out there. I'm really excited about the different races. Um, India Walton is running for the city of Buffalo mayor. Uh, Kim Beattie is running to be the sheriff of Erie County. And I really want to support them and move forward and, yeah, just have uh, have some, like, public health and dignity and sustainability like in the place that I live. So I will save that for another episode more on that. But here we are. And um, I'm really excited to share this conversation with Chandra H. She is a Buffalo based freelance writer and journalist who covers all things music and culture. She's most known for creating the burgeoning hip hop and R&B blog Sneak Vibing. Chandra has also contributed her writing for staple Western New York publications like the Challenger News, Cornelia Magazine, and Queen City. You can learn more about her at sneakvibing.com. And yeah, I will just, yeah, just listen to it. I think the, the conversation speaks for itself. So with all of that, please enjoy my conversation with Chandra H. 
Hello, Chandra. It's really good to see you in person. Hey. Yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm happy to be here. Um, ex- I love what you do. I'm excited to learn more about you, and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I also love what you do. So this is perfect. <laughs> it's mutual. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, we did actually first meet at Wakanda Alliance yes. the other week. So yeah, this yes. isn't the first time I've seen you in person. Yes. Um, but I guess it's the first time we've really talked a lot in person. So yeah, it's good. the first time of like me meeting you but then we've we've talked we talk you know on facetime so we know each other a little more right right yeah it's a little more familiar now yeah yeah yeah. and i'm i just i don't know i love yeah the concept of creating platforms and sharing Mm -hmm. voices and all that i mean we'll get into it but yeah i I see yeah it's awesome so Yeah, the um, first question I have for you is, what is 716 Day? Um, and then how did you um, and your blog, Sneak Vibing, uh, celebrate it? Okay, so 716 Day was last week, Friday. To be honest, I didn't know <laughs> 716 Day either. I didn't know that Buffalo has its own like cel- celebratory day to celebrate buffalo in our area code yeah. i guess I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean we buffalo finds a lot of things to celebrate I, i'm not mad at it though no no um, that's great. yeah it was really good this year was actually the first year that i really embraced 716 day just me myself but also using my blog to kind of elevate people in the 716 and celebrate 716 day and it was kind of like a spur of the moment thing like literally i think two days before i was like hmm 716 day is coming there's all these events let me like reach out to people, you know, and kind of put something together, like a little montage together, get shout outs from people. And it became a huge thing. I'm, I'm glad how it came out. But there was a bunch of events on 716 Day. Um, I actually got the snow hoodie. Um, so, oh, my God, I forgot his name. Um, Dion Dawkins, who's a Buffalo Bills player, um, he put on snow day, basically on Hurdle. So he shut down Hurdle. And it was basically like a festival. He had oh, wow. like a bunch of vendors there, kids, family stuff, stores participating and stuff. So I went there. That was a huge thing. But there were a bunch of shows. I went to a mural unveiling that earlier that day. Shout out to Edries with Jed, who uh, he's an amazing muralist in Buffalo. So and he's a, yeah. a rapper too. So yeah. So yeah. I so, saw his mural. It's of John Lewis, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Not, it was yeah. it was beautiful to see and beautiful to witness and. People mm. like that always inspire me, like, to know that they've been here and been doing things before, mm. you know, the current creators of color started to rise in Buffalo is just beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. No, I loved the uh, the video that you made and posted of just, yeah, all okay, the people you watched that you saw. It. I did. I watched it. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So did you see the one on Facebook or the one on Instagram? The one on Facebook. The one on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. I'm gl- so glad you saw that one. I got to put it on Instagram, but... Um, I did like a little mini montage, like almost one minute of just a bunch of like hip hop videos from Buffalo of local um, of Buffalo based hip hop artists and put that together. And that was like a cute little thing. And that got a lot of people's attention. But then I also like put all the uh, shout outs together. Mm-hmm. And I think you saw that. Yeah. And that, yeah. Was, that was great, too. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job. Um, OK, so, yeah, I want to ask you next. Uh, what is sneak vibing? Um and I mean, we could just start there. I usually mm-hmm. ask a few. So I yeah. want you to know that I want to know the story of how it started and then what it's evolved into. And I also want you to include the Buffalo Cold uh, hashtag in okay. there, too. But maybe oh, just yeah. start with what it is. OK. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Sneak Vibing is basically a blog that I started actually a long time ago. But in the last two years, I pivoted towards um, highlighting 
artist in Buffalo, hip hop, hip hop and R&B artist in Buffalo. Um, I have a background in freelance writing, um, journalism. Um, I went to Buff State for a couple of years for um, journalism. And um, I interned for, like, the public, interned for, like, WMY Muslims. I used to write for the record newspaper. So I have a background in music and culture and writing, and I just realized, like, Buffalo has such a thriving hip-hop community here, but no one's, like, professionally writing about it, or there's not, like, a professional platform really um, uplifting the whole, like, genre of hip-hop and the diversity within hip-hop in Buffalo. Mm. So I kind of just pivoted that with my sneak vibing blog in around 2018 around mid 2018 okay yeah what uh what did it start out as like before it was local before i pivoted towards more local hip-hop it was just basically a blog to share my opinions on um hip-hop and r&b music i've always been passionate about music i'm music lover I come from parents who are passionate about music. My dad is from the Bronx. My mom is from New Rochelle. So they're originally from the city. They grew up, you know, in a time when hip-hop was really taking over. I mean, the birthplace of hip-hop. Yeah. New York City. So um, I always grew up with that and had a passion for it. But I realized there weren't a lot of women in that field sharing their opinion like like I desired to or um, I wanted to see more of. So I kind of made the blog to kind of share my opinions on hip-hop music and just like music commentary. Mm. So that's how it started, and then once I became hip to, like, everything happening in Buffalo, I kind of pivoted Sneak Vibing and put it together. And Buffalo Cold is kind of an extension of that, just a more, like, pronounced extension of Sneak Vibing where this is specifically for um, local artists, Buffalo-based hip-hop artists. Because I, eventually I do want Sneak Vibing to continue to highlight national artists or underground artists or whatever, but I definitely want to keep a section of my blog a prominent section of my blog towards uplifting and highlighting Buffalo-based hip-hop artists. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I, I love that. And I just wanted to say, like, I feel like the part that you said about um, just trying to have more female voices as well, mm, that was yeah. definitely a big reason for starting this podcast, too. I was mm. listening to a lot of podcasts, and it was all, like, men interviewing people, which is great. Um, but then <laughs> I was like, okay, actually, I would like to do this, too. Yeah. And I thought it would, yeah, be a new angle. So, yeah. yeah. A new angle, new voice, um, certain perspectives, uh, little details. Like, I think sometimes when you have uh, the same type of person doing certain things and sharing their opinion, sometimes you miss out on certain perspectives so I'm glad you're doing this yeah I'm I'm doing what I'm doing yeah (laughs) yeah for sure um yeah I I I agree um can you mention the buffacle that can you talk a little bit about that hashtag and like maybe where it comes from and what it's turned into and yeah so I'm trying to remember like where buffacle came from I don't know I definitely did not start it so let me say that I did not start it because um, when I remember when I first started using Buffalo Code, I looked it up like, you know, on search, you know, how you could search on yeah, Instagram for people yeah. to follow hashtags. And I saw that other people use it, but no one really was using it in that way. They were more using it like when it's cold. cold. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it represents. Um, and I remember I had mentioned like to one of my friends, like in passing, like, Hey, I think Buffalo Code would be a good hashtag to like reference hip hop artists from Buffalo. Like, isn't that cool? And they were like, nah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. But I just marinated on it more. And I was like, I like that. Buffalo cold. And people that see, people from Buffalo that see Buffalo cold, they know it has to be something Buffalo related. Mm-hmm. So um, people really have catched on to that. Funny enough, people 
think my blog is called Buffer Gold instead of Sneak Vibing. Oh. Which I'm not mad at. Because, yeah. you know, right now I'm focusing a lot on Buffalo arts and hip-hop and R&B community. So I'm not completely mad at that. But, yeah, Buffer Gold has kind of become its own entity. It's, like, crazy. So now <laughs> a lot of artists use it because... They know I'm watching that hashtag, so, you know, to get my attention and stuff, so. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I also saw you're making playlists with that name, like, on Spotify, yeah, right? Yeah, so that was actually yeah. another huge reason. Um, I, because for a long time, I'm going to admit, for a long time, I did not like Buffalo. Like, I was like, <laughs> as soon as I get old enough, I'm, I'm out of here. I um, think that's a common sentiment. Yeah. That has evolved for me over time. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I realize it's with a lot of people, too. And and some people still say it, but you can't deny that Buffalo has so much talent, especially music-wise. We have so much history here, so much influence from Buffalo, so many amazing people from Buffalo that have had a a long-lasting impact on the music community at large. And, um, yeah, when I realized that, you know, Buffalo is great, that Buffalo Cold hashtag <laughs> just came. So, yeah, I kind of went blank a little bit. Oh, Where yeah, no, going? no, the, uh, the, sorry, the Spotify uh, playlist. Oh, yes, yeah, the Spotify playlist. Yeah. It's all good. Blank. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> that was one of the biggest reasons, too, I started the Buffalo Cold hashtag because I wanted a name for the spot of the playlist. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing about me is that I like to reference, I like to, you know, know what's out there. So, once I really got hip to the music, I'm like, no one's making a playlist of the di- of the full diversity of Buffalo hip hop music. Like mm-hmm. no one's there are playlists out there, but they're typically of like the more popular ones or a certain like subgenre. Yeah. And I wanted to make a playlist where if you listen to rock rap, if you listen to alternative rap, if you listen to R and B, if you listen to alternative R and B, if you listen to left of R and B, whatever, all the names. Yeah. Like you can find it on the Buffalo playlist because it's hip hop and R and B all together. So kind of like I don't know if you heard of rap caviar. Yeah. But kind of like Spotify's rap caviar. Yeah. I wanted Buffalo Cold is kinda of like Buffalo's rap caviar. Okay. I want it to be a list. So and that's I've been doing that since twenty eighteen. So Buffalo Cold Part One is like from twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen I think. Um and then Buffalo Cold Part two is twenty twenty and then Buffalo Cold Part three is twenty twenty one. So I'm gonna just keep doing it kinda of like kids bop or whatever yeah i'm gonna keep doing that but that's (laughs) kind of my way of documenting what music was hot that year yeah yeah no that's great yeah um i have one more question about Mm -hmm. the blog and that is that you've started or i don't know maybe you've been doing it for a while but Mm -hmm. you have other people write for the blog as well so just when did that start and like how did how does that all work Man, it's it's a growing and it's crazy. It's a little scary, but I'm like excited at the same time because I'm like, wow, new challenges, mm-hmm. um, new expansion. Um, that just happened. So okay, I would say in the last year, um, I've been in talks with people to like support me, help me out, and I would say like in the last three to four months, um, people have been sending me resumes to write for me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it, it's, it blows my mind because I I you know I'm gonna. S- I'll say aspire, aspiring writer, but I have been writing for like five years. I had that so, dialogue with myself. Yeah. Too. Like, I'm trying to be a writer. I'm like, wait, no, actually, I already yeah, am one. You are, yeah. <laughs> but you think you're going to be at this whatever, mm-hmm. whatever elevated level, but you kind of are because now people are looking up to you like, man, I want to write like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so now we have uh, two contributing writers. Um, 
uh, Mark Griffin and Felicia Oser. And the amazing thing about them is that they are so unique and they have such unique perspectives. And that's what I want. Mm. Um, Mark Griffin, he's really into video games. He writes about video games. He's written for a lot of respected publications, not just in America, but in Europe as mm. well. He writes about video games, he writes about music. Um, he writes about um, like animated uh, things. So he's really into that video game world. But yeah. the beautiful thing about that is a lot of hip hop recently has been coming out of the video game world. I was just thinking about so, that. Yeah, like yeah. I love like video game music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, yeah, and people sample it. Producers yeah. are like really with it right now. Like example, Lil Nas X. Like mm -hmm. his first song, Old Town Road, got hot because of Red Dead Redemption. I think. Okay. So like just making those references. So he has that perspective. I'm not knowledgeable in that. So he can give provide a perspective mm -hmm. that I don't have. Yeah. Um, and then Felicia Osir, she comes from the mental health world. So she's actually, I believe she's a life coach, and I also think they're both going to school for their masters, so respect to them. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she's trying to, if she's not already, I think she's trying to um, get her masters to become like a mental health specialist or a therapist. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but it's somewhere in the mental health field. Um, that's what she's working on. And so she looks at music more as the impact it can have on your mental health and, and mm -hmm. how it affects you now it can uplift you bring you down so they just bring two two fresh new perspectives to sneak vibing and i'm i'm so happy about it yeah that's yeah. amazing i love that um all right so now i want to uh focus more on you and okay. uh so i wanted to ask you about where did you grow up and then what was that like okay yeah um so Originally born in New York City, um, my parents moved here when I was like two or three. Mm -hmm. So I, I always call us gypsies because we moved around so much. Yeah. In Buffalo, though. Um, okay. Came to Buffalo. We've lived on the east side. Um, we lived on in Amherst. We lived a big chunk of a big chunk of I would say my middle school and high school life and some of my college life was in the suburbs of Amherst. I would say predominantly Amherst, but we grew up a little bit in the east side. We grew up in Chictawaga for a couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. And then the rest of, I would say, middle school to high school life was Amherst, basically. Um, so I went to Sweet Home High School, um, and I kind of just, I grew up in a very interesting way. So my parents became Christians when they were young. They actually met each other in the church in New York City. Okay. But the funny part about it is that they came up in this hip-hop realm. So they were, they became Christians, but they were unconventional. Like, my dad was really into Christian hip-hop after he became a Christian. Oh, wow. And he realized how Christian hip-hop connects to young people. So my mother and my dad were really into youth ministry, and um, they got a lot of flack for it. But I respect them so much being older now because they didn't go, like, with the status quo of, like, just the instant institution of church they were like well if you want to reach young people you not you can't sing these old hymns to them and like expect them to like you know yeah so they were street it, yeah. yeah so they were street <laughs> minister, uh, ministers for a long time when they came to buffalo i remember being young and my parents they would get a bunch of groceries and hand out gro they would have us as kids me and my sisters hand out groceries i'm the oldest of five. Oh, okay so we grew up in a big family too um me yeah. and my sister would just hand out groceries to people. My mother would be ministering. My dad would be scratching on, you know, um, turntables. And it would be Christian hip-hop, and people, young people would get intrigued. So yeah. um, I grew up with that. I also grew up in 
a suburban world. So I have this like, it's weird. I grew up religious, but unconventionally religious. I grew up like in a suburban world. So, you know, predominantly white spaces. So that was adjustment too. And then um, even because we grew up with a lot of religious music still. Mm. So I feel like late middle school is when I started to listen to like secular music as they call it. Got it. And so I was kind of late to the party with a lot of stuff like understanding what's relevant. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing. So that's why I think my eagerness to know what's going on is like that now because I'm like dang I don't know nothing wow I just felt yeah that that's a really a a wise uh look back that I could probably do for myself too yeah like I always feel like like, I'm trying to find out what's going on because I was so under a rock (laughs) when I was growing up yeah yeah so (laughs) all of that all of that mixed together has really like I think gave given me an interesting perspective I'm just always eager to know and understand how people live and how they come up with the conclusions and um, mantras for their life. So Mm -hmm. that, but through the guise of music, I feel like music educates us and like what other people find valuable and relevant. So that's, I think that's how I understand people in the world through music, specifically hip hop music, because it's so revolutionary. Right. So all those things clash together. (laughs) <laughs> to make who I am. Yeah. And kind of like my baby sneak vibing. Yeah. Yeah. If I could put it that way. That's yeah. beautiful. Oh, thank you. Well, okay. So kind of along those lines, then the next question I want to ask you is like, how has music, which, yeah, mm-hmm. especially hip hop and R&B influenced your life? So that's, you kind of just already said it, but <laughs> more specifically. Yeah. <laughs> yes. well, and more then specifically. not just growing up, but even like now that now, you're an adult. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I grew up, I mean, Christianity and hip hop. A lot of people don't put that together. I never have, but <laughs> a lot okay, of people that's don't awesome. put that together. Yeah. But <laughs> it makes sense. You know, naturally, my perspective on hip hop is different because I grew up with Christian hip hop. So I grew on. I grew up with hip hop being like more uplifting, mm-hmm. and, but the general look at hip hop is very negative. Like it promotes violence. So my perspective already naturally on it is so different than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. And then you know you bring in a lot of um, historical things like you know, classism, racism, all of that, that plays, a, you know, um, an effect on, on how people see hip-hop. And But at the same time, hip-hop has always challenged people, and it always breaks barriers, even mm. to this day. Yeah. So that's why, to me, hip-hop is so exciting, because it's it's revolutionary, but I think in the best way. I think it challenges people. Even, even pe- I mean, you have to think, like, even if some if somebody is, ra- they're really, they're saying poetry. Yeah about things they've been through that are rough. Yeah. And even if they're talking about violent things that they have done, that is a very powerful thing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think people think of it that way. So um, without getting too deep, yeah. I would just say that, like, hip-hop to me is, like, such a progressive genre. And I know some people might find that, like, whoa. But I really think it is, and it surpasses so many, it surpasses so many different type of, lives and understanding under understandings and perspectives so yeah it's like a blob in my head but yeah that's I think that's the reason why I love it so much and then for me growing up I actually kind of had this weird thing where I didn't want to really listen to R&B because I felt like it was stereotypical so I kind of went through music in like two phases like religious then also like through the guise of like race and class and all that yeah so going through that really made me understand and then coming out of it and realizing oh 
don't stereotype yourself because you listen to this, like, whatever. Right. You know, there's reasons why the people have those stereotypes, and it's almost to kind of stunt what you're mm. doing. So once I realized that, and I kind of went through this whole enlightenment period in college of, like, man, this is, like, our people's music. Because if you, obviously, if you go back to the roots of, like, hip-hop and R&B, it starts in, you know, the black community. So when I realized that, I really, I, I, I developed pride in it. And knowing that it's so strong um, here in Buffalo, where I grew up most of my life, just makes it even more significant to me. Yeah. So that's the that, that's the small story of it, or the short condensed version. But I can go. Deeper, yeah. But I'm not. No, no, that's <laughs> good. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. That's great. Um, okay, so now I want to focus a little more on Buffalo. So yeah. I would just, yeah, I would like you to paint me a picture of Buffalo's current music scene. Um, what is happening right now? Uh, what has changed and evolved over time? Mm. And what is, but what has also stayed the same? Mm. Okay, so this is the thing. And you can I'm also name people, or you don't have to, like, okay. but if there are, yeah. uh, people that to check out. I mean I know mm-hmm. they can go to your blog and find so much information on yeah. that so maybe that's not necessary but yeah just what's going on in Buffalo right yeah. now. So the interesting part too is that I'm kind of fresh on the scene I'm kind of like a baby on the scene because I've only been tapped into the music community for the last like two and a half maybe three years mm-hmm. but I was I'm more comfortable at two to two and a half years so there's been so much that has happened privy to like me really being tapped in and and being aware of the hip hop community. Yeah. Um. Right now, it's thriving. I think one of the biggest forces, or one of the biggest reasons why it's thriving, is um because of Griselda. Right. So if you if you guys don't know who Griselda is, they are basically, um, a three piece street rap crew out of Buffalo. Um. I remember hearing about them a little bit, like I think maybe 2016, 2017, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't really tapped in. But I think they had signed, I think two of them had signed to Eminem, to Slim Shady Records, Mm -hmm. and they were getting hype off of that. And then I think, I'm pretty sure in 2019, the other two, or there's three of them, but I think Westside, so the three are Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, and Westside Gun. I think Westside Gun and Conway are half brothers, and Benny the Butcher is their cousin. So yeah. they're also family. Yeah, which makes it cool too. Um, but I believe Benny the Butcher and Westside Gun signed to Jay Z's label in 2019, and that was a big thing. Mm. I think after that they started to get a, a lot of. They were already kind of on the rise with signing with Eminem, but I think when they signed with with Jay Z or the distribu- distribution deal, whatever they had. Uh, with Jay-Z, um, they really became even more popular, and that brought a lot of attention to Buffalo. Yeah. And I think when other hip-hop artists realized that, they let, they <laughs> all mm-hmm. got in gear and just started putting out music, putting out content like they should, and working together. But um, mm-hmm. I think even before I got on the scene, a lot of artists started working together. Because um, when I got on the scene, it seemed that's what it looked like, like everybody was working together. But I think that was fueled by the hype and popularity mm-hmm. of Griselda. And it mm-hmm. could be other people too that maybe I'm not aware of. Right. I'm still learning, as I said. I'm still a kind of like a baby in the game. Right. Um, like I, I just recently learned about um like there's this rap group crew called We Stole the Show. And I knew about them, but I like just tapped into them actually maybe a couple weeks ago. Like really tapped into all of their music and they've been doing this for a long time. Mm. They've been working. Um 
like I I didn't know Edris Wajed. I knew him as an artist, but I didn't know he was a rapper. Like he's yeah. been around for a long time. So there's rappers that have been around for way longer that have been doing uh, a lot of amazing things so i'm just kind of on the brink i think i kind of came at a unique time yeah because it was when when everybody really started working to er, the hip-hop community started working together yeah and, um, everybody just started to elevate right no yeah, that's so. great well i would just say that like the whole like beginner's mind <laughs> thing and just like yeah being able to like yeah be curious and like ask questions and everything mm-hmm. like that's really good for a blog <laughs> yeah a lot of instagram yeah. stalking uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of like going through rappers you know because rappers will post other rappers or who they support or who is in their crew and you're like oh this person is this person oh mm. this person is related to this person yeah. so um i think my curiosity just grew for like the hip-hop community here and before you know it i was even thinking the other day like how did I how do how did I start following the people I know? And I think it was just me being on Instagram for hours, mm-hmm. trying to figure out like, okay, this person is oh, do, are they from Buffalo? Oh, they make hip hop music here. Like, very very interesting new age type of studying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty one and yeah, research is, is definitely <laughs> yeah. new. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So the next question is that. Um, <laughs> I love how Sneak Vibing elevates local artists and writers and then mm-hmm. female artists and writers in mm-hmm. particular. So I just, I, you touched on it earlier, but I just wanted you to tell me more about like how you do that and why it's important to you. Yeah, so um, another major reason um, initially starting Sneak Vibing, I was in college when I started Sneak Vibing blog, was because obviously I'm a woman and I didn't see a lot of women. Um, I saw women being mediators when it comes to hip-hop platforms. They weren't leading the conversation. Mm-hmm. They were kind of just kind of like bringing it back to the topic, but they didn't really share their opinions necessarily. They might say something here or there. But I want to be like, no, I want women to lead the conversation and I mean, especially now, we have so many um, female rappers, women rappers in mm. the game. And it's like men are still commentating on them. And right. obviously they're going to be, they're not going to be like partial to them because they're like, you know, a lot of shallow things. Oh, just because they're pretty, that's the reason why. Or oh, because yep. they can twerk, that's why they're popular. Yep. So it's kind of diminish, you know, all the work they put in. Mm. So that's my little rant. But yeah. <laughs> um, I've always been passionate about that. So um and I just feel like me unconventionally unconventional I'm I'm kind of unconventional just in my experience, who I am, how I grew up and talking about hip hop music. I don't think people would know that I have the knowledge that I do. So, mm. um and I realize there has to be more women like that. Yeah. So, um that's really why I created Sneak Vibing and um yeah, it, it, I really want Sneak Vibing platform to be led by women. I invite men, you know, we have Mark. I've told him, you know, our objective and he loves the fact that there's a that I'm creating a hip hop platform for women to lead cuz he's like that, you know, that doesn't exist and he's been a great supporter. Mm. Um we have Felicia who's obviously a woman, but she has a totally different perspective than I do that she can add. Cuz yeah. you know there's a lot of different perspectives among women as well, you know? mm-hmm. So, um that's great, but I really want um I think hip-hop needs the hip-hop industry needs a platform for women to you know speak freely share freely their opinions and commentate education you know with the their educated women 
who have opinions and mm-hmm. who can commentate on music. Mm-hmm. They're capable of doing it. So Right. I've yeah. had to catch myself so many times just sitting back and like, I'm a good listener. And it's like, <laughs> sure, yeah. But also, <laughs> like, what do you think about this? And mm. so, yeah, even with this podcast trying to have more of a conversation mm. than just like asking the questions. Um, mm. And then, yeah, I've definitely been in other spaces in like environmental law and policy where I'm mm. just sitting there and it's like, I've had so, I have so many ideas. Like, why am I not speaking Mm. up so yeah giving like welcoming more women to do that and like giving them yeah the opportunity and setting good examples i think you're doing that like really well i'm trying (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying but like you said like i think that's why it's important to have um platforms where women lead it because it's important to have platforms just and it's not just women it's important to have platforms with diversified voices like Mm. it's important to have that and it's important for whoever's in whoever's in charge to encourage that because yeah. you you might be missing something you might be missing something that's important and as we know you know in 2021 like culturally you need to be culturally relevant mm. you can't you can't be you know not aware and about certain things so yeah. you people should value that and i really value that and yeah definitely speak up yeah yeah I, I, up. It is it's hard like, sometimes it really is yeah but you know? i i've definitely i've been working on it and i can tell already that um making some it's progress so good, good. yeah thanks um all right so my next question for you is what are you looking forward to creating with sneak vibing into the future oh my gosh so much so much so i mean i i think it'll be best to start out with what we're doing now so yeah um the last especially this year i think i've really been going hard with trying to connect music to moments Mm-hmm. So like um, February, or yeah, February was Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So I basically hired a bunch of just black artists, black hip hop and R and B artists only, and kind of made and I started making specialty playlists. So in j- instead of just you know a big blob of all Buffalo based hip hop and R and B, I started making specific playlists. So I have um, Buffalo's Black Power playlist, which is on Spotify exclusively on Spotify. Um, I made a playlist for Pride. So it's called Buffalo's Pride, and it's basically hip hop and R and B of artists that are that's LGBTQ plus identifying. Mm. Um, do I have any other? Um, oh, women's. Uh, I yeah, forgot you, what it's called. Is it women's <laughs> history? I was like, I didn't even know like, this existed, but I think March is. Buffs Gyal something. Yeah. I did. Oh, some, okay. I, did, I tried to do something cool with the name, oh, okay. and now I can't remember it. <laughs> but um, there's something called Buff Gyal something, or whatever. If you know Gyal, that's like Jamaican version of g- girl. Gotcha. But um, yeah. So that was for Women's um History Month, which was March at a whole Women's History Month celebration. So I just highlighted hip hop and R and B artists that are women. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I've been trying to do that. Um, Black Music Month was June, Juneteenth, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I was able to film the last four or five months. I was able to film with um, an amazing um, videographer and uh, my camera guy, Brett Mike. Shout out to him, Chestnut Checkers. <laughs> He's probably gonna get mad. I shouted him out, but he deserves the he deserves his flowers. Um, <laughs> he worked with me to basically create um, Sneak Vibing Summer which is kind of like my version of the freshman class. If you guys know XXL freshman class, where they basically highlight 10, 12 artists um, across America who they think will go far in the hip hop scene. Nice. Um, Just, you know, nationally. I kind of did that with Buffalo. So I chose like, I think six I have. Six um, 
artist Buffalo based and had them basically rap acapella, no music, so people can kind of you know hear their rhymes, hear the, hear them spit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's been going well. The reception with that has been well, and just even like Seven One Six Day, trying to find moments that people can connect to mm-hmm. and attach music to it so they're more like invested so 716 day that was a quick thing i did just like meshing a bunch of music videos together and it got such a great reception yeah so i'm just trying to um let people know the significance of the music and how it connects to them directly and i think that's another goal too with sneak vibing is i don't want it to be i mean i want it to be news hip-hop news but i also want people to recognize that music pushes us it challenges us it re-educates us and um there's such a cultural significance um with music and and how it makes us think and and move and speak so i I want people to recognize that too and i I hope they do yeah yeah no i think you're you're definitely like putting it in front of them in a way that I haven't seen before, um, especially in Buffalo. Yeah. And it's, it's really amazing. So I'm, I'm thank really you. glad people are vibing with it. It's crazy. My birthday was yesterday. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> it was crazy to see like a bunch of artists from Buffalo, like saying, DMing me saying happy birthday, you know, you're great. You're a legend, blah, blah, blah. And it's, and it's crazy, but it's, it's crazy because it's like, man, the, the support is so real and it's like what if i just like had left buffalo and was like peace see y'all later like yeah it didn't take time to really you know get to connect with people here i would have missed out on an amazing community of people that like that live in the same area as me and Mm -hmm. a lot of people that you know i grew up with come back around like chandra you're doing great so um it just lets me know that i'm i'm walking in the right direction yeah Yeah, that's beautiful yeah thank you um Okay, so we're headed towards the end of this uh, interview. Um, I just, I want to let you um, have the last word. And then also I want you to be able to tell people like where to find you. Um, I mean, they can okay. just Google street vibing or sneak vibing. Sneak vibing yeah. I'm sorry. Everything and comes yeah, up. <laughs> it, it comes up. Yeah. Luckily. So, um, yeah. So any parting thoughts or recommendations for people listening, what they should check out? Um, well first i want to say thank you oh yeah you're very welcome i appreciate it for you having me you know i'm always thankful to people that let me elevate my voice actually you're very welcome and i do want to say that i have been wanting to talk to more people about music on this for Mm. so long because i mean keeping things alive is very broad um Mm. and i have yeah environmental sort of background but music has definitely like helped me get through certain things and I do find Mm. it very healing and then yeah like motivating and it brings people together it keeps things alive in a way that other things just don't and so I'm like really excited that you're here (laughs) for that yeah (laughs) thank you thank you I'm I'm excited to know that um yeah I'm excited to be here um you can find sneak vibing blog on Instagram Twitter we just got a TikTok um Facebook. We're basically on everything. Yeah. So just to spell it out for you, it's Sneak, S-N-E-A-K, Vibing, V-I-B-I-N-G, blog. So if you go to Sneak Vibing blog on Instagram, it should come up. And you can Google it and it, everything will come up because literally it's such mm-hmm. a random name. Mm-hmm. It, well, it's not a random name. It has purpose. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. it came from the term Sneak, Distant, and Vibing that was popular in 2014 when I created mm. when I created the blog. But um. Yeah, you can find it. Just Google it. I'm everywhere. 
yeah on youtube too so a lot of content coming on youtube soon like literally like in the next week so. <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> so yeah check it out all right thank you so much and i'll talk to you soon thanks thank you so much for listening to the keeping things alive podcast for more information please visit www.keepingthingsalive.org <laughs>